If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I hate to start a show on Debbie Downer, but here's the deal. Some bad news for EVs. More EVs have been produced in the last couple of years, but they only account for about 2% of the marketplace. So if you're thinking about getting one fresh off the lot, listen to this one. EVs lose half their value in just three years. Wow. Talk about a nosedive. That's right. Use prices for EVs, they keep going down and down and down. So if you're in the market for an EV, what that means is you should probably buy one used. Uh, but it's also why I have on order a Porsche 911 Turbo. I do in Albert Blue. I'm so excited. I can't get it until next year because those cars are appreciating in value. Well, at least this is how I'm justifying to myself by spending that kind of money on a car. Yeah, it's not going to go down. I swear it's not going to go down. All right. Yeah, I know. I'm just a car gala. I am. I'm car free. And on that happy note, welcome. You're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess here with you once again. It's the biggest show. It's the best show. It's the most trusted show about all things digital. And it's the first time that you're tuning in. Hey, a huge welcome to you. And to our returning listeners, darling, you look marvelous. And you can find the Kim Commando Show in over 420 top stations across the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can also find us as a commercial-free podcast over at commando.com. Just hit that button that says Commando Community. And a special hello and Merry Christmas goes out to all of our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force in 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women. Thank you, guys and gals. For well-qualified customers plus tax. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com for details. All right, you can count on me to visit at least 35 or maybe even 40 different websites every single day to make sure that you're both up to date on what's going on. And here are the top five things that you need to know. This is incredible technology. You got to listen to this. You're going to want to tell your family members and friends about this because, you know, we're so excited about wearables, right? Well, what about ingestibles? Okay. Imagine swallowing a pill that can measure your heart rate, your oxygen level, your temperature, and much more. That's what the health company Solaro Systems is promising, and they're actually doing it. In a small trial, the company tested this pill on people who had sleep apnea. You know, that causes you to stop breathing at night. So to get a real diagnosis, people normally have to have this, I don't know, lengthy, pricey sleep evaluation at a hospital. You get covered in electrodes, measure your muscle twitches and brain activity. Well, with this trial, the company gave all these folks ingestible pills. It looks like a penicillin capsule, but it has a whole bunch of tech on the inside. From there, the pill is able to monitor all the same measurements as a typical apnea test. And the people studied, they say, also got a better night's rest. Uh, the pill passed through their system in just a few days. 
without an issue, an ingestible pill. So if you have sleep apnea and you're ready to go take a test at a hospital, you might want to ask them about if they have this ingestible pill under a trial because that'd be really something. Which, speaking of, never take a sleeping pill and a laxative at the same time. Never, ever do that. But if you do, you will sleep like a baby. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Uh, number two, Amazon says we have competition. It's called Shein. It's a Chinese-owned clothing seller that sells really super cheap clothes, like maybe a $5 shirt, and you wear it once and maybe you throw it away or maybe after three times. Gen Z folks love them. Uh, here's the deal. She and his partner with nearly 6,000 manufacturers that filed for an IPO this last week. How much do you think the company's worth? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, Bloomberg says $90 billion. $90 billion. So Amazon says, oh, my gosh, we have a lot of people that are using Shein, and so we need to do something about it. So if you are a seller on Amazon of cheap clothing, fees are going to go down from 17% to 5% for anything that goes for under $15. So look for a lot of things bet $14.99. New rates, unfortunately, don't start until January. Uh, moving on to number three, if you want a pay bump, you should be getting familiar with AI. Access Partnership took a survey across all industries, education, healthcare, finance, to see how AI is changing work. Now, if you have AI skills, employers say they're going to give you a pay raise of 30%. Wow, that's something, isn't it? In every sort of job, legal, HR, business, education. And if you work in IT, it's a real treat you get a pay raise of up to 47%. So how do you get the skills? Uh, you head over to community.openai.com. There are a lot of different resources, LinkedIn Learning, uh, Coursera. They also have some great resources there. Uh, moving on to number four, this is really crazy. Um, I saw this story. I actually put it in one of our newsletters this past week because China sunk a 1,400-ton data center this past week in the South China Sea. Why would they put a data center 115 feet down at the bottom of the ocean? And they say it has the power of 6 million PCs. Wow, 6 million PCs, the power of that 1,400-ton data center, 115 feet at the bottom of the ocean. Would you like to guess why? Okay, it's going to be physically hard to attack, okay, any sabotage, right? Uh, what else? Ah, yes, cool water. It's expected to save 122 million kilowatts of electricity because it's nearly freezing down there. Just one module of this data center can process 4 million high-def images in 30 seconds. 4 million images in 30 seconds. I can't even edit a single selfie in 30 seconds. Uh, data leaks are going to take on a whole new meeting. And finally, this coming in at number five, you have to take an important step before delivering bad news. Uh, warning out for all people who are using FaceTime, Apple's new video reactions feature might add heart emojis or fireworks when delivering important news, like a terrible diagnosis, or you got fired from a job, or you're calling in sick. It happens when you're making certain hand gestures. Thumbs up will give you fireworks. Heart-shaped will add emoji hearts. Peace sign shows balloons, and you get confetti if you make victory signs. So you have to opt out, and uh, it's all inside the control center and video effects, right? Uh, hey, there's always something. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. 
as a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. All right, how about we start with Cheryl in Lancaster, New Hampshire. Hi there, Cheryl. I have a business here in New Hampshire, and I am a woman, you know, woman business owners today. have an, And I just wanted to get some tips from you as to how to stay safe given the climate today and, you know, I get and even like information and technology because let me tell you I get a I get a lot of crazy calls. <laughs> what kind of business do you have, Cheryl? Um, an IT cloud management business. And what do you do? Um, I'm basically the I'm self sufficient. I do it all. I schedule appointments. I you know I build my own website. I, I kind of do it all. <laughs> you know that's what it is being a small business owner. I think. I mean, even now today, I have a team. Um, there's still a lot of stuff that I do. I'm like, really? Like, you know, changing light bulbs and (laughs) getting ready for shows and making sure, you know, that the gates are working and uh, it's just, the list just goes on and on. I think that just, but I think you need to have a certain personality for this. I mean, it sounds like you do. I know that I do. It's like, I think if I just did one thing all day long, I would be incredibly bored. Oh my gosh, I would be. I, I just, no, I need to be doing multi things. I I can't just do one thing all day. I would go crazy. <laughs> now, when you're talking about staying safe, in what regard? Just even like technology, as well as like phone calls. Like I, I'm trying to hire people um, for my business to help, so I can get some help. You know, and I, you know, I put a job posting out there. I've talked to people as I'm, you know, as I go about my day. And you know, you get a lot of people. They say, "Oh yeah, I'm interested." You know, I give them my card. They call me. I have an interview with them, and then. You know, they say, yeah, you know, I, I think they're great. I, I hire them and then they don't show up or they start getting all weirded out on me. One guy actually, um, you know, one guy tried to <laughs> try to almost, he didn't, you know, he was like calling me and at weird hours. I'm like, dude, you know, <laughs> this is not going to work. You know, hiring people is really tough. I started this business 25 years ago. I have no debt. I have no investors. And it becomes a real challenge to find people who are genuinely talented that have a work ethic and they may have, and you want them to have the same passion for their job as you have as the company owner. And sometimes I think our expectations are a little too high. So what I have found over the years is I, <laughs> I kind of lower the bar just a little bit. So I become pleasantly surprised. And I think also my management style has changed over the years as well. But hiring somebody and finding somebody, it's, it's just, it's, it's really, it's really very difficult. I mean, we have job openings now that we've had for eight weeks Oh wow! uh, where I have interviewed various people. And before they get to me, Cheryl, they have to go through two other levels. And over the last six to eight weeks, 
I think I've interviewed uh, four people. Now, keep in mind, they've gone through two other levels, and I've turned down three of them uh, because (laughs) I didn't like certain responses. But what I have found is that the way that we're doing it now, I think is really beneficial, is that we have people fill out a standard application online. If they won't complete the application online, then they don't then they don't want the job enough because the application is a supplement to their resume. But in addition to that, in the application, they have to give you permission and they give us permission to check their references that that they haven't been convicted of a felony, that everything that they're telling us is 100 percent true. OK, uh, yeah. and it's go it varies from state to state, but this is what we do in the state of Arizona. OK, then we have a 15 minute interview with them, no more than 15, 20 minutes. And then we give them a test. Uh, The test is of whatever the skill that they're going to be doing. Okay. Okay. And so like if it's a, if it's somebody who's applying for social media, we'll say you you need to write three social media posts about this. You need to do a a reel. You need to do a short. Uh, You need to come up with some type of campaign that's going to generate more followers. Okay. Whatever it may be. If it's, they're applying to to work in video, we're going to give them a video task. If audio, an audio task. Uh, Marketing, sales, you know, you see where I'm going. Okay, so now they go through the test. Okay, now you've already weeded out the people who aren't motivated because they didn't fill out the application and they didn't want to do the test or they did the test half, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. So now, now it comes, now they, now you have to have them explain the test results to you. Because you want to make sure that they did the test or you can have them do the test in your premise and I mean, in front of you or at least in a conference room. Okay. Then you're mm-hmm. going to do a background check, um, verify all their past employments, their education. That's really important because a lot of people don't do that. So they put anything down on their resume. Okay. Uh, and you look at their LinkedIn profile, you Google search their name, look at their Instagram page. Okay. I mean, there was somebody who was pretty well in the process and I said, I wonder, I wonder what they're, wonder what they're doing. And then I go, I find on their Instagram page that they hate the police. Okay, well, oh, that, you know, okay, that's not good for me. Okay, uh, yeah. there was somebody else who was pretty far into the the interview process, and uh, they had an OnlyFans page. Okay, not in congruence with our morals uh, and values here at the show. Okay, yeah, so 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 it's you know. It's, it's, it's very difficult, and especially because a lot of people are employed, and, but you still have to be careful of whoever you bring into your circle, especially as a small business owner, that they are worthy to be there because you are going to offer them a competitive salary, benefits, days off, sick time, and you have to invest your time with them. As I've explained to my folks, is that there was a gal who's, again, very recently in the interview process, who she said after six months, she'd like to go to work for us overseas. I'm like, nope, wow. that's not part of the thing. You know, <laughs> I'd like to go work at a Paris too, but not me. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be there. No, uh-uh, I still got to have my sorry butt here in Phoenix, Arizona, you know, which is a fabulous <laughs> place. And then professional networks, if you can come up with, if there's any business groups, uh, you know, and... And you may want to have a lawyer bring up some non-disclosure agreements, legal contracts. You know, it all has to comply to your state. So does that help you out? It sure does. I, you've opened my eyes to some ideas I never thought of. But no, I, that's, 
That is awesome. Thank you very much. Well, if there's anything else that I can help you with, let me tell you, I've heard them all, Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you have. (laughs) I've heard all the stories. I mean, and I've interviewed all kinds of people. Yeah, I don't want to go into it here. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about email. I mean, can you tell if your work buddy's in a bad mood just based on their email greeting? Drumroll says, absolutely yes. 91% of folks say that the people who they work with are sometimes passive aggressive via email. Yeah, I know who that is. So what it means is, are you that person? So a survey from Preply has guidance. The most aggressive way to start an email is without a, hey, hi, or hello, or cheers. No greeting at all. So always make sure that you say, hey there, if you want to make a good impression. Now, what about a good sign-off? These matter too. Most people will say thank you, even at the bottom of the most simple email. Uh, I always say like, hope this helps, or if you need anything else, contact me. Now, what if you use emojis? I am guilty of using emojis every once in a while. I like to do that, but using them, it's pretty... Uh, it's not black or white. Okay, Nearly half of all people say you should never use emojis in a business email. But I'm telling you, I'm all for the smiling face, the thumbs up, the face with the sunglasses. Unless, of course, it's a super serious email. I actually put emojis sometimes in the subject, like, you know, like a party balloon or whatever it may be. You know what? That's just me. It's my personality. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. All right, as a regular listener of the Kim Commando Show, you know that I am big into what? Cars, travel, yes. Uh, Fashion, kinda. Um, Email, yes, email marketing. I love email marketing. It's such a powerful tool for you to reach and engage your audience. Now, they say for every $1 spent on email marketing, the average expected return is $42. Okay, so if you're sitting there going, I don't know anything about email marketing, why should I even get into it? Well, listen to this, 81% of small businesses rely on email as their primary acquisition customer channel. And so you wanna remember this, and it's really effective for mobile marketing as well. So joining us here is my partner in crime in email marketing, of course, our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Hi there, Allie. Hi, Kim. Email marketing, isn't it the best? It really is. And we've had a whole 2023 focused on email, haven't we? We sure have. And just, (laughs) you know, if you're sitting there like, well, why are they, what are they talking about? Well, you know, I totally blew up our email business. And it was pretty frightening because when you're taking a business that (laughs) part of your business that is making money, right? And you say, we're going to go from making, I don't know, a couple of million bucks a year to zero. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and we're going to try to, we're going to try to do it better. And I hope that we're going to be doing it the right way. Oh, crush your fingers. Right. And we crossed our fingers. Yes. And I'm glad that we did it, especially because of what we're about to talk about with new rules that are coming out with, if you send email to a lot of people, 
So the problem before, we've been very open about this, our emails weren't that good. No, they sucked. Yeah, they, they did. Sucked. They were not good. And then, and we, and, but we will, I will tell you, like, we're in that we went from having, you know, say 150,000 subscribers to we're well on our way to a half a million subscribers. And that growth has been like, I don't know, what was it on the chart the other day? It was like <laughs> 2,388% or something like that. And so we, we, so we are doing things the right way. And what that means is that we are delivering content that you all really love. And if you haven't signed up for our newsletters, you're missing out. Uh, <laughs> head over to getkim.com. But the rules are changing. I think this is really important information for people to know about. Absolutely. Especially if you're one of those small businesses that uses email you know, as your primary way of reaching your audience. If they can't get your emails, well, you're out of luck, right? <laughs> That's a really big problem. So Google is leading this with Gmail. Yahoo is on board too. Essentially, there are going to be some changes coming out in February. And if you don't play by these rules, you might end up in the spam folder. You might end up in the promotions folder somewhere else and not in the main inbox. Okay. Or you could even get blocked. You sure could, yes. And then your emails won't get sent at all, which is even worse. What do you do about this? What do you need to know? We're going to get the technical stuff out of the way first, and this is just going to be quick. So you need someone to do this for you if these terms make your eyes glaze over. Sender policy framework, domain keys, identified mail, domain-based message authentication, <laughs> reporting, <laughs> and conformance. If you don't know what DMARC or DKIM or any of these things are, you need someone to help you. Now, if you have an IT department, they very likely know what those things are and can help. Otherwise, contact your ESP, or you might even go look for someone who is in the email world and is doing this stuff for people all the time, because there's some behind the scenes stuff that you have to make sure is set up the right way. And, and, and it can get complicated. Oh, yes, it can. Uh, and, <laughs> and if you pull the wrong lever, oh, your email's not gonna go through at all. Well, yeah, it, like think about this, Kim, me and you, we know a ton about this stuff, would you feel comfortable going to set up the DMARC? Nope. Uh-uh. No. No, that's why I, I, that's why I look at Jeremy. I'm like, <laughs> Help. <laughs> and every once in a while, what I do is I, I'm like, are you really sure it's set up all the right way? And he's like, do you want to look? I'm like, no, it's okay. Not I'm sure good what with I'm that. looking for. Right, exactly. Yeah. One of the other big ones you have to include in your emails. Now, this is if you're sending, they call it bulk senders. It's basically if you send a 5,000 or more Gmail users a day. I would say if you're sending to any thousands of people, follow these rules because aren't we all hoping that our lists grow bigger, right? So one thing you have to let people do is unsubscribe from your email in just one click. Now, again, this is a little technical because it's something that has to be built into the code of your email. If you use something like MailChimp or you know, really any of the big services, it is built in. So that is a good move for you. Make sure that you keep that in there. People need to be able to just click unsubscribe and get out of there. Which is wonderful because so, I'm so tired of trying to unsubscribe from something. <laughs> and then it says, you know, are you sure you want to unsubscribe? Or tell us the reason why you want to unsubscribe. <laughs> or how about this one? Give us your email address. You just clicked. Okay. And then they already have it. They already have it. And yeah. they, you know, they want, cause they know that people are going to be like, Oh, screw, you know, screw. I'm not going to, you know, I'll do that later. Absolutely. That's, that's, we call that dark patterns, right? That's when they put in things to make you, you know, they put in a step so that you won't do it. You won't confirm that. And so what do a lot of people do in that case? They hit spam. This message is spam. So this is going to become a huge problem and something to really watch for. This is kind of the biggest thing that we're talking about right now. So if your spam rate ever reaches 0.3% or higher, your emails aren't going to go out. 
to Gmail users anymore. Just boom, stop. Boom. Right at the gate. You're not even going to get in. And the reason that this is pretty scary from the marketing side is because it's pretty hard to control whether people hit that spam button. That is very difficult. Yeah. There, of course, are things you can do, which we're going to get to in a second. But, you know, the biggest one is kind of what you touched on, Kim. We are now sending emails that people want to get. And so they're not going to click spam because they want it, right? Right. So a few things to keep in mind uh, when you send emails. So check your inbox. And I bet at the top of an hour, like maybe 9 a.m. your time, you're going to get a bunch of emails because the automated systems send them out at that time. People just pick the top of the hour to send. You don't want your real email mixed in with all that junk. So pick a time that's a little bit different. Maybe you send your email at 9.13. Okay, great. That's after somebody already cleared out all the junk, right? And they're gonna be less likely to just hit spam, spam, spam on all these emails. Have a preference center if you don't, especially if you send multiple emails. You know, give people the option. Maybe they only want to hear from you once a week or about certain things or only sometimes. If someone is getting a ton of emails, they're going to be more likely to hit spam if they don't want all of those emails. Uh, And of course, write a good email, right? That's (laughs) what we're talking about here. If I get something and it's like, oh, this is total junk. You first, it's funny because you have that moment of like, did I even sign up for this? Right. You know, our brains do that. And I think that's a lot of times when people hit spam. Um, One other thing you can do with your audience is educate them, which is kind of what we're doing right now. So if you get an email from Kim Commando, "Eh, I don't want to subscribe on this email address anymore. Don't hit spam, friend. Just go to the preference center and unsubscribe. Yeah, or go to the bottom of the email. There's an unsubscribe link at the bottom of every single email. Because, you know, quite frankly, if you don't like it, I don't want you to get it because I have to pay to send it to you. There you go. So I pay for every single email that goes. And so um, just hit unsubscribe. That's fine. Yeah. Back in the day, it was really just how big is a list. And that's really all people cared about, right? How huge the list was. That's not what we care about anymore. We want people that are engaged. We want people that actually want to get this stuff. And so, yeah, you can unsubscribe if you don't like it. That's okay. Now, it's not just Google. It's Yahoo, right? It is Yahoo as well. Yeah. And I would say follow these rules in general. You're not going to... What are you going to say? Oh, who cares about Gmail? I'm just going to email people with an Outlook. No, like if one big one does it, they're all going to follow. So I would say follow these rules. One more thing to keep in mind too, maybe on the marketing side, say you work in marketing. Okay, yep, Allie, Kim, I know this stuff. I'm ready for it. Do your salespeople know it? Do the other people at your company who might be sending out a lot of email know it? Because if Allie, with my commando email address, if I decide to spam I don't know, 10,000 people, that impacts our entire domain. So it's not just newsletters, it's all the email from your business. So that's something to consider too. And, you know, and salespeople are notorious for that. Indeed, they are the old Uh, cold email. Yeah, it's just like, (laughs) it just keeps going on and on and on. I mean, you know, and and so often it's, you know, we will get a note from somebody on sales right now who will say, you know, I reached my limit. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) yes, we have a limit there. I've never reached my limit. Have Have you? No, I have not reached my (laughs) limit either. All right, so these are all great things. And so if you're into email marketing, you can read more about this over on Google's site. There's a lot of articles that are floating around the internet, but it's really something that you need to jump on because it's coming in February. It is not going to go on the sidelines. This is happening. And Google has to do this. Why? Because their customers are getting ticked off and there's too much junk going into their inbox. And also Google's losing money 
because of all the junk that maybe you're not seeing the ads at the top of your inbox from Google. And so it's all the money train. So, uh, you know, if you're using MailChimp or Constant Contact, they're probably going to be doing all the compliance for you. But if you're not and you're trying to send email using the BCC field, stop that. (laughs) That counts. Yes, that will count too. (laughs) Allie, thank you so much for being here. She's our amazing content queen, Allie Selimit. Uh, Martin in San Diego, California. Well, I'm a frequent listener, and uh, I called once before. Um, and my question is, um, you know, I'm not an active user user on Facebook, um, but I have kind of a need to do it for business, um, for lead generation work. And I'm curious, um, I, you know, I know they get into – you know, they're not very good with your privacy and your information and that. Um, and curious if I use like a, um, uh, a tablet, um, to do that work, would they still be able to get onto my PC and my hard drive and, and get other information if I were to use a tablet? Because I, you know, I, uh, the work I do, I get financials from business owners and all that. I see. Okay. And I really need to keep it confidential. Yeah, I understand. Um, you know, it's really a good idea, Martin, is to have a separate laptop that you're just going to be using Facebook for to, as you said, lead generation. What are you going to do? Buy some ads, stuff like that? Um, yeah, and reach out. Uh, the, the business I'm in, a lot of uh, businesses um, are on Facebook. So oh, I get that. Just okay. a good way for me to reach out, too. So, you know, so, you know, any data, you know, files that you have on that computer where you say it's like, you know, it's more sensitive client stuff will, we, will remain isolated from whatever you're doing on Facebook. But just keep in mind that Facebook and social media platforms, they, they can track your activity across the entire web even if you don't have a Facebook account. So your primary concern, though, is for them not to have access to any of your files the, the, right. from your clients. And so uh, by using the separate computer, you can make sure that your personal files, your history, sensitive data, it's not going to be accessible to Facebook. And it's, it's probably a good idea, too, uh, especially like if you're going to be dealing with any financial information, just also from a security standpoint, because if you were to get like a phishing email, and, you know, you fall for some type of scam where it says we're going to lock all your files unless you pay us $500 or going to release every naked sure. picture of you, Martin, to everybody in the entire internet. You're like, I don't have any naked pics, okay? You don't have any. Yes. Okay, I know, but they like to pretend that you do. So, um, but it's, you know, it's a decent, it's a good idea. It really is. Okay. And, okay. Uh, Wonderful. And, uh, and so how did I help you before? Um. What was it before? I was, uh, it was my daughter and um, her iPad and, and setting up security settings and that. And you had recommended uh, Bark and Custodio, I believe. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, anyways, so that. How, how old's your daughter? Good. She just turned 12. Now, have you seen that Bark phone? Uh, you know, I just saw it on your website and it looks pretty, it looks very interesting yeah. to me. I'm, I think yeah, I just I gave it to a friend of mine who has a 13 year old daughter and he well, he's there. There are six children in the family. She's the oldest. 
and, uh-huh. and he swore that she wasn't going to get a phone till she was 18. Uh-huh. Uh, and I took him off to the side. I said, she's going to be that freaky kid. You know, the one, right? When you were growing up, there's yeah. always that weirdo kid. I said, she's going to be that weirdo kid because everybody in the class has a phone except for her. And plus, it, you know, you can just tell him, like, you know, you can keep tabs on her. And but anyway, um, this Bark phone is really amazing. Uh, you can see everything that the kid does on the phone. So, oh, wonderful. And, and it doesn't look like, like a weirdo phone. It looks like a nice Android phone. It does. And it's like, I think oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's like 50 bucks a month or something like that. But so, anyway, I just want to throw that out there um, that because a lot of kids are looking for phones, especially this time of year. And, you know, as good parents, we want to make sure that they're always going to be safe because there's a lot of whack jobs in the world. And they seem to like all gravitate towards, I don't know, finding kids online, just all sickos. But anyway, hey, you want to check it out. It's called the Bark Phone. And uh, Martin, thank you for your call today. All right, you got holiday gifts. It's in a frenzy and you need to make sure that your Amazon account is set up the right way. So archive any orders that you don't want somebody else to see. Like on a computer, hover your cursor over accountant list and click on orders. And then what you can do is view the order details and archive the order. You can also do that on the app too. Now, what about the browser? Yeah, that's a dead giveaway there. Remove items from your browsing history to avoid revealing any of these gifts. Again, uh, go into your account and list and then click on browsing history. And then for each item that you want to hide, just remove from view. And then we also have Amazon Alexa secrets at over on the website at commando.com. Which speaking of, you can find me there at komandio.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 